We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey, Rotoviz Radio listener. This is Curtis Patrick from the Dynasty Command Center podcast, and I've got a special deal for you today. Go to rotoviz.com, click the subscribe button, put the 12-month subscription in your cart, and use promo code RVRADIO2021. That's RVRADIO2021. And you're going to save 10%. Taking advantage of this deal, getting your hands on what's included in the package is the best way to enhance your performance this year. So go to rotoviz.com and subscribe now. You're listening to the Rotoviz Draft Series on Rotoviz Radio, presented by Blue Wire. My name's Colin Kelly. You can follow me on Twitter at Overtime Ireland. Today, we are into another episode of our four-part mini-series as we break down the prospects in the NFL draft by position. We're looking at tight end on today's show. We have, as well, episodes coming out on wide receiver, quarterback, and running back, four skill positions that are going to affect us for fantasy football purposes in 2021 and beyond as we get ready for the nfl draft on today's show specifically we are going to be diving into the tight end position and to do that if you've listened to the other shows already you'll know my guests are going to be john daigle and travis may we've done a a breakdown so far we've dropped the shows and you may be listening to this in a different order but we've done wide receiver we've done quarterback we're on the tight end we'll also be going to the running back position as well John does his work over at NBC Sports Edge Football. And of course, you can follow him on Twitter at NotJDaigle. Travis is up on rotaviz.com with all his great work, particularly looking at the prospects as they come into the NFL and the fantastic College to Canton podcast, which you can find on Rotoviz Radio. Make sure you're following Travis on Twitter at FF underscore Travis M. Both guys, well worth a follow, particularly at this time of year where we're getting into these prospects. So, really looking forward to sharing this conversation with you now as we talk through 
those prospects. Um, a really fun conversation around the tight end position. Uh, some good jokes in this one as well. I really enjoyed the conversation um, as we got through it. Kyle Pitts, obviously, everyone knows that he is, uh, you know, might be one of a kind. We'll, we'll get into that in just a moment if he is or if he isn't. And then who else maybe is going to be able to get into that conversation is maybe not the tight end one, but tight end two three or four and see how that impact may happen from them if the guys have any sleepers or any guys that they're all in on in this draft class so going to be a fun one hopefully you'll enjoy the conversation if you do enjoy it drop us a written review on your favorite podcast app give us a little retweet on your social media feeds it is much much appreciated it helps us grow the audience here at rotoviz and at rotoviz radio in particular and check out our other podcasts if you are first time stopping by um, i myself host another show uh, on this on the network along with sean siegel wrote of his overtime we have a lot of great content multiple shows pretty much every day throughout the off season throughout the season we've got you covered so if you do like what you hear today hit that subscribe button so let's dive straight into it. let's jump into the conversation with myself travis and john So Travis, I'm going to say here, this is a question you put on the show sheet. You have a note here to say to feel free to phrase it in a less crazy person kind of way, but I'm going to leave it just exactly as it is word for word. So uh, is Kyle Pitts really (laughs) the next level God's gift of a unicorn tight end prospect that everyone makes him out to be? And I'll let you answer the question first, fresh off the bat. Uh, the, the sexy answer is absolutely, but I'm not, I'm not that crazy. There are some other (laughs) guys that, uh, you know, had, had the speed or they had, something going for I mean I, I think even like Vernon Davis back back in the day was heavier and maybe slightly faster and you know he did get the top 10 capital so it's not like we've never seen anything like this ever before and he's like this once in a forever kind of player but he is really really stinking good especially when you break down his his him by the numbers uh, look at his freaking massive mitts his, his ability to just moss people with ease and it's not like he just did it last fall. Uh, he did it uh, the year before, and I think we thought that there was going to be three, t- you know, first round tight ends a year ago. But Kyle Pitts probably should have already been head and shoulders above everybody even a year ago, and uh, peaking at you know almost 800 receiving yards and a dozen scores, and accounting for over 30 percent of Florida's offense is is truly incredible as a tight end. And and by the metrics, even he would have he probably would have been this year's wide receiver too, if he was considered a wide receiver and, and he, he was lining up as an X wide receiver, lining up as a big slot, lining up as an inline tight end. And, and so he's going to be a problem wherever he lands. And that much is true, but you know, he's not like an absolute unicorn, the only player that's ever looked like this before, but uh, he is somebody definitely worth getting excited about. He's, he's he's not he's not that there but he's very very close <laughs> very close <laughs> that's why it's hard to very discuss close. him because he's more of a wide receiver comp uh, and he does everything so well ran 21 percent of his routes from the slot the past two years um i was listening to the underdog fantasy show with josh norse hayden winks and ben fennel fennel who works around the league and he had a he had a tremendous euphemism i loved and he just said that Pitts is the kind of guy who loses slowly, and that's what league, that's what teams love. And by that, of course, that means when you're blocking, you're giving your all-out effort, and they would much rather you lose slowly than lose immediately because that means you're doing your job. And so he just does literally everything on the field. The speed not might not even matter 
Um, you know, it's going to come down to can he win in the red zone? But we know the numbers from him in the red zone at Florida. Like he's a tremendous weapon there. So overall, no matter where he lands, I think he's going to be a success. The the question, of course, is rookie con- tight ends on rookie contracts. Like that's what we're trying to to butt here. But even comps like Vernon Davis didn't come into the league as it stands in 2021, where we know guys know how to use tight ends more as receiving weapons and move them around to expose weak and slow linebackers. So I just think he's coming in at the perfect time too. Yeah. yeah you can really be a mismatch there and, and shuffle things up. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting because I think he's so far in a way, obviously the clear tight end one in this class, like I would imagine that he's, he's a certainty to go in those top 15 picks. Just how high do you think he gets? Does he, get to the top five does he just stay inside the top 10 uh travis where do you think we see him come off the board yeah i think uh you know if if it is that he doesn't uh get taken in the top five i think it'd be a surprise i think somebody is either going to trade up into the top five and take pits or he's just going to go off the board uh and be the, the fourth overall player uh taken this year i think he's that kind of difference maker and i think enough organizations are on the same page that they believe he is such that there could be some kind of crazy almost unprecedented uh, trade-up move for a tight end that we may not have seen. And in that way, he could be the unicorn uh, that I described. So I definitely think he's a top 10 pick at worst, and I think he's a top five pick likely. I recently did a mock draft 1.0. I'll only do one more the night before the draft at NBC Sports Edge. And I currently have Pitts landing at number four to Atlanta. The way I view... We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Their thought process is they are audibly mentioning perhaps wanting a quarterback or wanting to move out because they think teams want to leap up for a quarterback. But if they stay put... Uh, Matt Ryan, I know it's, I know the age is 36, but I view it as only 36, especially the way, you know, Drew Brees just retired, but even playing into your forties, like Tom Brady, uh, Matt Ryan still has three good years left. Arthur Smith ran the most sets of multiple tight ends just last year. And so if you can add Kyle Pitts to Hayden Hurst and to Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley, um, that just seems like what they want to do to maximize their talent in this next two to three year window. So I think he does land number four overall, no matter who's there. The economy is made up of real people doing real stuff and it affects everything, which you obviously know since you're a real person doing real stuff. Marketplace is here to help you get smart about everything beyond the what of the day's business and economic news. We dig into the how and the why with the real people driving our economy. 
from big tech and interest rates to small businesses and what's happening at the Fed. Marketplace breaks it all down so you don't have to. Listen to Marketplace wherever you get your podcasts. Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from RootMetric's second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement. Yeah, and it does feel like, you know, we actually talked about that in the podcast this week where it's a situation quarterbacks are getting older and older and older like the the age we can expect a lot of these guys to end up retiring is going to end up leaning more and more towards the 40 mark or beyond i don't think like i think brady's probably going to be the exception to the rule but i do think we're going to see the likes of rogers uh, like matt ryan push towards that 40 and beyond line uh, quite comfortably so I think what they're probably going to look for there for is to to get a ransom. But if they don't, I think Pitts makes sense for them for that offense. And you could really see, uh, you know, him, Julio Jones, and and Calvin Ridley become very, very difficult to uh, to cover. So I think it's going to be going to be an interesting decision to see what happens with Atlanta. In terms of the overall class, there's a number of guys like Fairmouth and Brevin Jordan, Hunter Long. You know, there was some ex- uh, expectation around a number of these guys last year that they would be in that first round, but that hasn't really fully materialized is there any other guys in this class we could see going in that first round travis or do you think we're going to see them you know outside of that first round probably outside of that top 50 there's a couple of guys then i think in that third round range that we're going to see but how do you feel about other guys getting that capital put behind them i think uh going into last fall a lot of people who follow college football like the the obvious names were well kyle pitts pat Farmuth, and brevin jordan are obvious first rounders next year like that was that was the conversation like if you go back and listen to uh, any kind of look ahead shows at nfl draft and all these guys like well you know pitts he's like the the, the de facto wide, wide receiver one for florida and, and jordan's the same way and Farmuth is going to be a touchdown monster again and uh you know things didn't exactly go how uh, Frymuth would have drawn him up last year, uh, health-wise and, and things like that. Um, but I think he's still perhaps the most balanced tight end that offers elite uh, upside as, a, as an athlete and touchdown scoring machine um, and did at an early age contribute and, and score a ton of touchdowns for Penn State. And, you know, took I think he, one year he actually had, had, I think, just shy of 30% of the receiving touchdowns for Penn State uh, and, you know, peaked around 25% or so. Uh, in terms of percentage of the offense that he was garnering, which is way above what, what we normally see uh, for tight ends. So I think Pat Farmuth could be a guy that sneaks into the end of round one. Uh, Brevin Jordan, had he maybe wowed uh, more so uh, at his combine, I think he was, you know, mid four sixes or so uh, in the four, in the 40. I think he would be in that conversation too, because he has great age adjusted metrics. He's actually still 20 years old. Uh, and I think he's, um, he, he accounted for, you know, better peak numbers, accounting for over 33% of the offense for Miami, just because Miami has been looking for wide receiver options for a long time. But Jordan's just been that guy that uh, was consistent when he was healthy to find the end zone over and over and over again. And I think he could do that again. So I think the most likely, my most likely outcome is Pitts way up in, you know, top 10. And then, uh, you know, Jordan and Fryermuth are in between picks you know, 25 and, and 50, uh, neither of them should drop below that, that, that kind of range. 
Yeah, I see Jordan and Firemuth as day two guys. Uh, Firemuth's interesting. I wish he would have tested, although we do know Penn State guys typically are superb athletes. But he just stands out over Brevin Jordan if we're putting ourselves in the shoes of league, league execs because Firemuth is 6'5", 258. It just fits what they're looking for, as well as a blocker, but a steady receiver with 16 touchdowns across 29 games at Penn State. So yeah. that's the one I'm, I'm kind of excited about because I think he will carry the draft capital. But overall, I, I do actually think it's a weak class. Uh, a bunch of athletes that that jump off the page, but I'm just not sure where else they fit because there are a lot of weaknesses in their games. In terms of the class in general, I know we've touched kind of on the top three there, and it can be one of those guys if you want, but it can be somebody maybe a little bit later. It doesn't sound after John's last comment that it might be somebody a little bit later, but is there anyone, John, that you have that is your guy as the tight end in this class? And as I mentioned, it can be one of those top three if, if that is the case. It, it is Brevin Jordan, just because although he's smaller, um, he is still quite fast. And he, remember, he actually received offers to play at Alabama and Auburn as well. But he still was a target hog at Miami. Um, and they, they essentially ran their passing game through him, including in the red zone. So that's the guy I'm kind of looking for to see where he lands. Because if he does jump up into the second round, that would be fairly significant and i probably wouldn't move him ahead of firemouth at that point same for you travis is there is there a guy again can be one of those or is there somebody outside of that 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 piques your interest yeah i think the the my guy territory is also uh jordan just because i love age adjusted metrics but a guy i was i was really high on for um even before he kind of exploded just because of i knew he was an athlete even before this opportunity this past fall. And then when Jerkovich joined, uh, you know, Boston college, I was like, man, this could be it. And, and Zay flowers, uh, he and Zay flowers, Hunter long, that is he and Zay flowers mixed with Phil Jerkovic were just a lot of fun. Like Boston college's offense hasn't been fun, uh, outside of just AJ Dillon, I guess, uh, ever, you know? So, and it's, it's, uh, or maybe since Matt Ryan, I guess. So, uh, it was awesome to see him kind of dominate and he was, leading the entire nation i think and in receptions for a hot second one saturday uh so he uh you know 50 plus receptions and almost 700 yards for boston college that's that's not normal for those that aren't familiar with college production uh titans are terrible at producing high numbers in college and so for him to do what he did last year for a program that almost never does what he was able to do and account for over 20 percent of the receiving yards and touchdowns for them it was just a lot of fun so i think he could be a name to watch. He ran the four fives in high school as well. So really, really solid athlete. And then there, there are really three other guys that had decent peak production, like Kylan Granson. It's like this weird hybrid fullback tight end thing. <laughs> I don't know what to make of him, but uh, you know, SMU, uh, he was a fun player. Um, and even Kenny Yeboa, well, he's really, I think he's like 47 years old already, but he was really good last year in <laughs> old Miss's scheme. Uh, and, and a lot of people liked him early on and, uh, even Kerry Angeline uh, for uh, NC State, he tested horribly, but had a nice uh, peak production for them, accounting for, I think, over 30% of their offense, too. So, yeah, there's not a bunch of super sexy tight ends, but there's some fun, productive ones that stood out this year more so than than what, what it's going to be next year or even what it was uh, what it was last year. Granson actually leads this class in career receptions. Um, he's just also 34 years old. Right, exactly. <laughs> 
Yeah, the tight ends are, are hanging around a little bit longer in those college campuses uh, at the moment. Uh, some awesome names in this uh, this class for for tight ends in particular: uh, Tommy Tremble, Kenny Yeboa, who you mentioned, Trey McKitty. There's just some fun names. In yeah, there. I don't oh, know. Pro, if, pro Wells. I mean, yeah. you don't get better than that. No, but seriously, uh, oh, like even oh man, who's the Kansas State guy? Uh, he was fun for even college football DFS. But oh, uh, Briley Moore. Yes, Briley Moore. Yeah, yeah the, he was like their lead lead target this past year, and so it's an interesting class in terms of guys being essentially the wide receiver one for their team at the tight end position. And, and I think a lot of college schemes are coming around to to that idea of of just using them as a, a mismatch. But Tommy Trimble, you mentioned that guy's name. He likes to just throw people off the field uh, whenever he can. <laughs> so he's going to get some draft capital too. I think he's going to sneak into day two because somebody's going to look at him and go, wow, that guy uh, could chuck an offensive lineman with one arm. Uh, and so he's probably going to get some capital, even though he might not be a, a receiving uh, threat early on. Cause you know, that's just not his game, but he's going to throw some people to the ground whenever he can. And he's a lot of fun to watch. Uh, all of Texas won. We saw Drew Sample shock everybody as a first rounder because yeah. blocking tight ends, man. Yeah, coaches love them. Yeah, NFL, NFL is addicted to it, man. It, they love them. Seattle might be looking for a few guys as they as they look to run <laughs> as they yeah. look to run the ball a little bit more this year. Maybe go go the tight end route instead of the the offensive line right but the the the, the quarterback class is uh, maybe an all-time prospect class but i think the the tight end class is an all-time uh, name class i think in terms of the names we're seeing here <laughs> yeah uh, uh, in terms of uh, the some of the the size of the, like there's a big there's some big boys in this tight end class as well as you kind of mentioned towards the blocking side of things some some big guys in there uh, in terms of uh travis had on a good few guys there just that he might like is there anyone maybe in that sleeper category uh, john that uh, intrigues you um i only know the tremble notes i mentioned just because uh yes like we talked about nfl loves blocking tight ends <laughs> and he's regarded not only as the best among this class but also he'll only be 20 years old on draft night. So he's young. He basically doesn't have any college production receiving wise. But again, I'm not sure if that matters, especially if he's being thrown out there in special inline packages. So, you know, that, that's pretty much as far as I'll reach. Uh, rookie tight ends, especially in fantasy, even in dynasty leagues, are just really tough to take seriously. So yeah. I, I won't be going too far down. I'll probably stop at the fourth option we talked about, maybe to yeah. Hunter Long, but pretty much Brevin Jordan for Ruth and Pitts for me. Yeah, I think it'll obviously depend. Maybe some of these guys get a really nice fit that are slightly further down might pique your interest. But really, like you said, a lot of those guys that are at the top end are who are going to be targeting. And then outside of that, we're going to be, you know, looking for a couple of years down the line before we see anything if we see anything at all but in terms of wrapping things up uh, i think we did a pretty good coverage there of uh, a lot of the tight end prospects but uh, travis anything to add in regarding the tight end position what we should expect in 2021 or are we have we covered everything i think we covered i mean we may have gone deeper at tight end than we did anywhere else actually <laughs> accidentally but uh, yeah i think uh, tremble even just hit some thresholds that we like to see like getting to sub four seven forty and uh, having a 240 plus and you know if if he is if it is that he actually can catch the ball uh he could be a lot of fun just notre dame th they are so good like they're absolute experts at just wasting tight ends and they, they figured it out this year with the, their five-star kid michael mayer and he's going to be a draft pick in a couple of years but they just waste uh really good high pedigree tight ends and don't use them in the receiving game for some reason so maybe that's what happened with tremble and and we'll uh, see him light it up early a la you know george kittle was another guy that threw people around 
uh, in college, but he only got what fifth round capital. So even if Trimble falls, I, I'm still going to be watching to see where he goes. That's that Debbie knowledge coming into play. Notre Dame <laughs> tied in in the 2022 class. I think it's 2023 actually, but you know. Oh, there. Yeah, that's <laughs> definitely the Debbie knowledge. As I mentioned at the start of the show, this is going to be a four-part series. It was a four-part conversation. We're going to be looking as well at all the position groups, basically, in terms of the skill positions, wide receiver, tight end, running back, and quarterback. Uh, Be sure to check out all four shows as they're released. They are going to be released from the 17th of April, basically 18th, 19th, 20th, as the four shows drop day on day. Check back in on your Rotoviz radio feed. Make sure you subscribe to get all those shows once they go live. So much great content on Rotoviz this off-season and throughout the season. We'll have you covered multiple shows every single day. Get your uh, fix as you get ready for the draft or as you get ready for the season. Get yourself into uh, prime position to win your fantasy championship in 2021. As always, as a loyal podcast listener, you can save yourself 10% off of one year Rotoviz subscription on rotoviz.com by adding the code RVRADIO2021 at checkout or by going to rotoviz.com forward slash podcast for more information. Get you access to all of the tools, all of the content up on the website. Get yourself just along with the podcast content just gets you set up perfectly for success this upcoming year Uh, so that once again is rv radio 2021 that's going to do it for today's show make sure you join back to to get all four shows as we get ready here for the draft hopefully you will enjoy those if you do like them drop a written interview on your favorite podcast app much much appreciated if you haven't already make sure you're following john daigle on twitter at not j daigle that is d-a-i-g-l-e he is, of course, of NBC Sports Edge. You can find all the content he'll be sharing there on his Twitter feed. And as well with Travis, follow him on Twitter at FF underscore Travis M. You can find all his work up on rotaviz.com. And of course, the fantastic College to Canton podcast where he breaks down prospects like this uh, all the way through, maybe even a year or two before they hit that NFL uh, you know, stage at the, the draft night or maybe even undrafted and he gets you set up for success there. So check that out as well. Once again, that is the College to Canton podcast. Thanks to both guys for jumping on. Um, they're both fantastic guys, fantastic followers on social media with superb content. Make sure you check them out. Of course, my name is Colin Kelly. You can follow me on Twitter at Overtime Ireland. Until we're back with another edition of the show, of course, have a good one. Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from Metrics second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement.